The only thing that dies in my journey or my lifetime are limitations. You just realize that the only thing that's going to die in this lifetime is my limitations, knowing that I'm part and parcel to limitlessness and infinity. And I'm just afraid of what that means. This is the playbook. Today's training is one of my favorite things. It's a guide that I have all over and it's taken from the Sanskrit. It's taken from before writing. And if people ask me, well, you know, what guide do you use for your life? These are the 12 lessons that I use to guide my life. And they are omnipresent in everything that I do. They're extremely simple. But the remarkable thing about the 12 lessons of life to me is how long ago and they were whatever hieroglyphically transcribed and two, how applicable they could be today. Something that was written before writing how applicable it is today and how useful these 12 lessons of life are. Now, I will give everyone the lessons. You just have to email me. My email's in my bio. Jake will give it to you. And I want everyone to know that, you know, if you don't get them all, don't worry, just email me. I'll, I'll send them to you with the exercises as well as the challenges I have from the gratitude challenge to the new day challenge, which are all applicable, but please, get ready to ask questions. We don't learn, and especially I don't learn uh, what you hear if I don't hear your questions. So let's get started with the 12 lessons of life. The first lesson is really simple. And the first lesson of life is you will receive a body. Now at its core, that sounds basic. Yeah, obviously uh, in this life, I get a body. and But Within the context of that, so much more meaning has been derived. For example, my first and most important non-negotiable, my health. Because if this journey, if this lesson of life is about I get a body, then the longer my body lasts, as long as my heart ticks, then the more experiences I can have and the more lessons I can learn and the happier I can be, the more abundance I can create, receive, appreciate, acknowledge, ask for more. But all of it, is determined on my health. And I always like to say, if you're healthy, you get as many wishes as you want a day. And if you're unhealthy, you only have one wish. And wishes are the greatest asset or a wish is what I call a resource, right? Sources, the omniscient, all present, all knowing infinity of happiness. And in order for my body to be a resource, meaning a continuation of source, I need to take care of it. And wishes are the resource of the body. And so you will receive a body holds a ton of information. And the other one is, you know, most of us are afraid of death. You know, I don't want to die, but I'm not afraid of it. In fact, the only thing from this lesson that I've derived about I will receive a body is that the only thing that dies in my journey or my lifetime are limitations. And the ultimate limitation, if you shift your paradigm to believe or have faith, that there's something bigger than you, something that's omniscient, all-powerful, and all-knowing that loves you more than you love your children or your mom loves you, you just realize that the only thing that's going to die in this lifetime is my limitations, knowing that I'm part and parcel to limitlessness and infinity, and I'm just afraid of what that means. I'm afraid of what infinity and all-powerful means. If I'm part and parcel, if that's coming through me, I interfere with the light to not liberate, but interfere with my ability to appreciate, acknowledge, and ask for more. So 
the number one lesson is crucial. It may seem simple. You will receive a body. Just note that the body must be taken care of. Make it a non-negotiable. Have as many wishes or resources in your life as you want. Live between limitlessness and infinity. And know that the only thing that's going to die in this journey are your limitations. The second lesson um, is you will learn lessons. Once again, may seem obvious, but the biggest problems that people have, the greatest interference that they have is based on ego, the mistakes, failures, and setbacks that they're afraid of or experiencing. And they don't know how to handle those failures, setbacks, pain, mistakes. Once again, related back to your faith that you live in infinity between limitless and infinity with the omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing, you are here because you are not omniscient, all-powerful, and all-knowing. You're connected to and through it. So the closer you can become to your potential is how fast you can learn lessons. You cannot experience lessons without acknowledgement. And acknowledgement is giving away something, losing it, failing. Any type of lesson is learned through experience indicators. And the number one indicator that you have a lesson to learn is pain. And so those mistakes, failures, setbacks will all remind you that you are here to learn those lessons. So get better at learning lessons. And there's multiple ways to learn lessons. Asking for help is a great way to learn lessons. Actually being more interested than interesting, asking questions, uh, which is why I'm pushing on everyone open-ended question guides to teach people how important it is to be more interested than interesting, to learn lessons so that you can figure out, number one, if somebody has a closed mind, and then number two, whether or not they are a sponsor or a power sponsor of yours, meaning they can help you or they know someone that can help you, and whether or not you're a sponsor or power sponsor of theirs, meaning you can help them or you know someone that can help them, knowing that you have an open mind, searching and seeking for other people with open minds so that all of you can learn lessons quicker. The faster that you learn lessons, the more you expand, grow, and add value to an already expanding universe. It is not a zero-sum game. So when you're learning lessons, you're not taking away someone else's knowledge. You're adding to that person's knowledge. When you receive something, you're not taking away from that person. You're adding to the universe. It's not a quid pro quo negotiation. Get to receive. The more I give, the more I receive. It's the more I receive, the more I expand, grow, and add on to, and the more I can give. So take yourself out of a zero-sum game. Know that you are here to learn lessons, to add to and accelerate that process of living. The third lesson that we want to teach is there are no mistakes, only lessons. And I know this one seems obvious and it's overused and overtaught and oververbalized and overwritten and overmeaned, but I think it's very important because coherence, which is why I have the gratitude challenge, which so many of you think you have joined, is not just to say thank you and know the importance of thank you, knowing that it's the easiest, cheapest, fastest way to change your life. It takes 0.1 seconds and it's free, but yet all of us will forget, including me, to say thank you at one time or another, even though we know it's so powerful. In fact, by tonight, as much as everyone's nodding their head, including the people in my office watching me do this training, by tonight, half of us won't say thank you. By tomorrow morning, another half won't say thank you. And within three days, most of us 
because we lack coherence, the ability to remember to say thank you and say thank you, right? Coherence is remembering what to do and actually doing it, that we realize there are no mistakes. If we don't have coherence, then we're going to realize that there's only lessons of coherence, of remembering, reminding, and recollecting, and then doing that pursuing our higher selves in a consistent, persistent manner. And even furthermore, through the positive perspective of realizing there's no mistakes and only lessons and giving the meaning to the pain, setbacks, failures, and mistakes that we define as such, we then can transform those failures, mistakes, setbacks, and pain as simply indicators that you have the lesson to learn. But in its own, there are no mistakes, failures, setbacks. There's only promotion and protection which is indicative of that faith that there's something bigger than you that loves you more than your mom does. And so there are no mistakes in your life. When you could shift your paradigm and perspective to learning, to knowing you're only here to learn, and you're here to preserve the body as the vehicle of learning, you will then be able to utilize the wishes, the open-ended question guides, the gratitude challenge, all of these different tools, mechanisms that I've given and will give to you in order to effectuate the coherence of all the infinity of the lessons that exist. Can I remember the lesson and can I do it? Coherence through all the different challenges that I have, lessons, guides, exercises, and even during the Q&A are specific to allowing you to remember, recollect, and remind, but also to do it reconciling the higher potential, the ethereal with the pragmatic world of 24 hours a day, 24 hours of activity a day, 24 hours of what you have planned, what you don't have planned and your sleep, 24 hours of activity that you get paid for and you don't get paid for, redefining and giving the meaning that you wish from this embodiment to receive, giving the meaning that you wanna receive. You will receive a body, you will learn lessons, there are no mistakes, failures, setbacks, pain. They're only indicators that you have the lesson to learn. It's a turn signal, not a stop sign, reminding, remembering, and recollecting what you're connected to and through, that you're being promoted and protected to and through, just like a three-year-old that reaches out to touch a stove, and when their mom slaps their hand and screams at them, no, and they immediately cry, think they're being punished, and then she hugs the child and says, I'm not punishing you. I'm protecting you. I'm promoting you. This is why there are no mistakes. Reaching out for the stove isn't a mistake. It's an indication you have a lesson to learn that the stove may burn you, or this relationship may burn you, or this job that you're pursuing may burn you, or this car may burn you, or this purchase may burn you, whatever it is, allow and understand why our mother, our father, our source slaps our hands at times and screams at us to promote and protect us. There are no mistakes. We are here to learn those lessons to be protected and promoted. The fourth lesson is really interesting because I see this all the time, especially in my, now I keep saying teenage daughters, but they're 22, 20 and, and turning 18. But my daughters, a lesson will be repeated until it's learned. It may come in a different embodiment. It may come in a different business entity. It may come in a different classroom. It may come in a different playing field. It may come in a different media medium. 
I don't know. But I certainly have raised my awareness to learn lessons that are being repeated because I know that that pain, mistake, failure, and setback or that indicator of the lesson that needs to be learned will keep on repeating itself as well. And that's the definition of insanity, doing the exact same thing and not learning the lesson. And so when you and if you have three beautiful daughters like I do, and they bring home the same boy with a different embodiment, doing the same stupid 18-year-old, 20-year-old, and 22-year-old things that I did when I was 18, 20, and 22. So I know, and they tell me, Dad, I'm not going to date someone like that ever again in my life. And then it changes from blonde hair, blue eye, to brown hair, brown eye, to dark skin, light skin, tall, skinny. It doesn't matter. They and I both know that a lesson will be repeated until it is learned. Doesn't matter what job, what relationship it is. So let's all raise our awareness by utilizing the indicator of pain, mistakes, setbacks, and failures to learn the lessons faster. Even in my hiring process, I look for fast learners. I know that the skills and knowledge that are indicated in the interview and on the resume and on the references are just a basement of where that person exists, but I'm looking for potential and ceiling. So I have to determine how fast they can learn to understand their desire that they must be what they can be because their desire is their potential, their skills and knowledge are their basement. And there are a certain level of skills and knowledge that are necessary in order to effectuate quantitative value in a business relationship, but to determine the ceiling is also important. And one of the ways that we can determine someone's ceiling is how quickly they can be, they learn. Because especially in business, you know, in sales particularly, I see people not adhering or cohering to lesson number four. A lesson will be repeated until it's learned. Number five, learning lessons does not end. What does that mean? That means there's two types of people in the world, ignorant people and ignorant people. You don't know what you don't know. And I don't know. You could sit here and listen to me all day long and call me whatever names you want from genius to idiot. And it doesn't matter because I don't know because there is a infinity of lessons. And so learning lessons for me and you will not end. And there'll be different indicators tomorrow to allow us to learn quickly, determinative upon the trillions of data points that exist just in this universe, let alone in what I believe as this new uh, telescope is showing us, there's trillions of universes. So I don't know about you, but I'm a math person and I cannot configure trillions of data points and how the independent and dependent variables are gonna affect my tomorrow or even my next hour. So for me to procrastinate, I shouldn't say procrastinate, prava, whatever the world is to tell the future to you is impossible. So let's realize that the two ignorant people in the world are ignorant, humble people that the majority of time are spent telling you, I don't know what I don't know, but here's my experiences and the lessons that I've learned from them. And two, there's ignorant, arrogant people who will tell you and out of insecurity, project the fact that they actually think they know what they know. 
I used to think the most dangerous, ignorant, arrogant people in my lives were the ones that lie to me, cheat me, manipulate me, steal from me, et cetera. But those people are obvious. The real people that have the biggest danger understanding that learning lessons does not end and nobody knows what nobody knows and that we just can't take ourselves so seriously. We can only do our best, learn lessons and have fun, only learn lessons as fast as we can by doing our best, learn those lessons and have fun, be happy. The, but the scariest people are the ignorant, arrogant peoples that we call family and friends. You know, as a parent, I catch myself all the time in the status of ignorant arrogance telling my children, you know, a truth. You should go to college. You should do this. I don't know. Of course, I know not certain things at a young age to teach them lessons. And I certainly will slap my three-year-old's hand when I had a three-year-old if they were trying to reach out and touch a stove. But that's different than interfering with the lesson learning process, interfering with the truth by somehow thinking you know what's best for a 22-year-old. All you can do is share your experiences and your lessons that you've learned, allow them to align it with their values and their experiences to speed up the process of learning instead of telling people. Remember, it's not what you say, it's what they hear and they give meaning to everything you see. So all you're doing is creating more interference with the people that you love the most that we call family and friends. We must remember, recollect and remind ourselves that learning lessons doesn't end. That's including ourselves. Therefore, do your best, learn lessons and have fun. Do your best by learning lessons as quickly as you can and share your experience and lessons with others but do not tell them or pretend as if you know the truth because you don't. You and I are ignorant, humble people most of the time. And remember, all of these things are lessons themselves. And so if they're all lessons themselves, then we know that we cannot be 100% of that potential, of that infinity. We probably wouldn't even be here if we were. So we have to work within the context that we only want to spend minutes and moments in that ignorant arrogance, not days, weeks, months, and years. The next le lesson, after we understand that we have this body, we learn lessons, there's no mistakes, only lessons. Lessons will repeat it until they're learned. Now, and lessons do not end. Now we take all of that information. And the next lesson is there is no better than here. There is no better than here. So stop attaching your emotions to an outcome. Stop thinking as if you have a complete set, a zero sum game, that as soon as you do this, you'll be happy. As soon as you learn this lesson, you'll be there or here. No, 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 no. The way that we determine here is just focusing in on and attaching our emotions to what we want personally, experientially, giving and receiving, who we can help and who can help us as sponsors and power sponsors, running away and firing the closed minds of people in our lives, knowing how through the skills and knowledge and combining our desire. So this is where we utilize the student of the calendar. This is where we utilize the open-ended question guide. This is where we utilize you know, the challenges that I give you, the 14-day gratitude challenge or the new day challenge. This is where we utilize the 120 rule, the 520 rule, the three no rule, the 25 no rule. This is where we use what I call the Meltzer kaleidoscope of 
studying in the how, what is it that will make me most productive with the activity I plan, don't have planned in my sleep? What is it that will make me most accessible to others in the activity I plan, don't have planned in my sleep? What is it that will allow me to access what I want in the activity I plan, don't have planned in my sleep? And finally, what is it that I have planned, don't have planned in my sleep that will make me most gracious, empowering me with the ability to find or learn the lessons to find the light, the love, and the lessons in everything. Now, in the pragmatic world, I utilize knowing my now, knowing that my there is not any better than here, but my now, my here, equal to there, is determined by my ability to prioritize. Prioritizing by what's most important first, using urgency as a subset to that importance but we cannot know what's important to us here or there unless we have determined what is it that we want personally, experientially giving and receiving, who we can help, who can help us and how to get that done. Once we prioritize, it is the total antidote to procrastination. It's the antidote to feeling overwhelmed. I always tell people, if you feel overwhelmed, say thank you. That means you are living in abundance. That means you have more than enough to do, more than enough opportunity and options, more than enough people in your life, more than enough phone message and emails, all these different things. You know what your problem is? You don't know how to prioritize because anybody living in abundance knows that we're only given 24 hours of activity. Therefore, we can only get so much done, even utilizing the lenses of productivity, accessibility, and gratitude. And therefore, that expertise of prioritization is the proven ground where there is no better than here. We just are productive, accessible, and gracious. I'm having so much fun on TikTok right now because I have this power of 64, being 64 hours productive in a day. And of course, you know, pretty famous people are making fun of me saying, oh, 64 hours of work in a day. First of all, I don't believe in work. Work doesn't exist in my life. There's only activity I get paid for and activity I don't get paid for in my sleep. But moreover, it's not what I say, it's what they hear. And they're having so much fun saying, how the hell does this guy do 64 hours of work in a day? I don't. So all the Einsteins out there making fun of me, I use productivity, accessibility, and gratitude and relative to the productivity of someone who works a 40-hour work week, 64 hours of productivity, I produce 64 hours comparatively to someone that produces eight hours. So if you take a dependent variable of eight hours of productivity, I have eight times the productivity of someone else. Once again, proving the ignorant arrogance of some people just because they star in a movie or they have a huge TikTok following. But nonetheless, I live in the ignorant humility that my objective is productivity, accessibility, and gratitude to be the most efficient, effective, and statistically successful person I can in what? The enjoyment of my consistent, persistent pursuit of my own potential, not some actor in some TV show or some TikTok star. But nonetheless, I have a good time with it because I don't take myself so seriously and I compliment them for being so entertaining and building my brand on TikTok by making fun of me. It's awesome. All right, next lesson. We're flying through these here. All right, others are merely mirrors of you. 
This one's so important because we waste so much time, energy, emotion, creating interference between us and all those people that care or we are most relative to in our lives. And they're just mirrors of us. So, you know, at one time in my life, before my transformation, before you know, this quantum shift, I truly believed at one time that I hated my father, I hated my best friend, and I even hated my wife. And I realized that others are mirrors of me. In other words, I hated myself. And until I learned to love myself, my father, my wife, and my best friend certainly couldn't learn to love me. And so utilizing and understanding what upsets us, the need to be right, offended, separate, inferior, superior, anxious, frustrated, angry, guilty, resentful, all of these different things. If I feel that way about somebody else, I turn, you know, if I'm pointing at someone else, I got four fingers pointing back at me. That's where I start directing my attention because others are mirrors of myself. So I know, for example, my quantum nature is to oversell, back end sell, you know, which makes me a great salesman, but it bothers the crap out of me when people oversell and back end sell me or even lie or cheat or manipulate me because that's some of the things that I hate about myself. Others are mirrors, are merely mirrors of you. The next lesson, what you make of your life is up to you. You give meaning to everything you see. It's that simple. So if something is not in your life, stop worrying about what's missing, what you don't want or what other people want for you and put your attention and intention on what you want because what you make of it, your life, et cetera, is up to you. Not what other people think, not what's missing and what you don't have. Remember what you pay attention to, focus in on, what you give your intention to, not just what you think, say, do, and believe, but what you feel, because feelings, emotions exist in the subconscious. That's why Maya Angelou always said, it's not what you say, it's what they felt. You need to feel it. And when you feel what you want your life to be, that's what it will be, because attention plus intention equals the coincidences in your life. The next lesson, your answers lie inside of you. So where do you find these lessons? Not outside of you. You find them inside of you because you can appreciate the lesson. You can acknowledge the lesson and you can ask for more or wish for more, which will teach you more lessons. Your answers lie solely inside of you. So whether or not you are surrounded by the right people and the right ideas, whether or not you're surrounded by the ignorant arrogance or ignorant, ignorant, uh, humble, uh, humble people, in the end, the decision-making process, the prioritization of what, who, how, and now to apply your why exists in you. So if you love yourself, others will love you. Whatever answers you're looking for are inside of you. Stop searching for what doesn't exist, the answers outside of you. The 11th lesson is one of my favorites, reaffirming the ignorance of all of us, the ignorance of receiving a body. You will forget all of this. 
You'll forget every goddamn lesson you ever taught. That's where we started with coherence. That's why I have the new day challenge, because I guarantee you forgot almost everything from all of your existence. And that's why we have the 14 day gratitude challenge to teach coherence, because you will forget all of this. Like I said, saying thank you is proven by the greatest thought leaders, metaphysics, quantum physics, and physics, yet most of us will forget to say thank you today and tonight, tomorrow morning, half of us, and then within three days, almost all of us. I cannot remember to say thank you every day, and I'm the one that created the 14-Day Gratitude Challenge. I'm the one that preaches and teaches and screams at the top of the mountains to say thank you, the easiest, freest, fastest way to change your life, and I forget it all. So to acknowledge, to acquire the knowledge, you have to be ignorant and humble that you will forget all of it so that your objective is to learn these lessons and to remember, remind, and recollect them. And that's where the last lesson lies. The one that brings this all together, the coherence of our embodiment in the journey of the embodiment to learn lessons, to expand, grow, and accelerate, to be happy, to enjoy the consistent, persistent, pursuit of your potential through compounding the interest in the aggregate of bad habits and good habits that will culminate into you and your potential in this lifetime. The last lesson, you may forget all of this, but you can remember, remind yourself and recollect it whenever you want. And the best thing about the technology that exists today is it's easier than ever to remember, recollect, and remind yourself of whatever you want to the infinity, to the limitlessness. You can remind and remember your happiness and recollect whatever it is you want. So don't fear, fret, or interfere with any of the things you can't remember or you didn't remember through gratitude, forgiveness, accountability, and this inspiration, staying inspired you can remember it whenever you want. You can ask for help or ask Google for help or ask people for help or ask a dictionary for help. Whatever it is you want, you can remember it whenever you want. The 12 lessons of life given to us before writing, given to us before religion in Sanskrit, simple lessons that allow us to be efficient, effective, and statistically successful, to make a lot of money, help a lot of people, and have a lot of fun, to execute in a pragmatic world that did not exist thousands of years ago. So remember, recollect, and remind yourself that you will receive a body. You will learn lessons. There are no mistakes and only lessons. A lesson will be repeated until it's learned. Learning lessons does not end, and there is no better than here. Others certainly are just mirrors of you, what you make of your life is up to you. Life is exactly what you think it is. Your answers lie simply inside of you. You will forget all of this, but you have the power to remember it whenever you want. These are the lessons that will allow you to be happy.